0: Good morning everyone at Golf W R X and Wisdom in Golf Land.
1: Hello everyone.
0: Good morning, everyone. All right. So today's is this nice, we have an exciting, you know, session for you guys. Um, we're about to go chuck clubs <laughs> with Munashe. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Haven't done that yet. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: he's, he's like, I can't believe to this day that we still haven't done that. And you know, I'm going back in my in my mind that I'm going, okay. I mean, it was just that was the the way that we structured things and the way you learned the game. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I as as we're going along, I'm going, okay, that's that's working, that's working, that's working, that's falling into place nicely. Yeah. Man. You know, and and now you you're looking at freaking. Three hundred and twenty yards and, and uh, minimums yeah, yeah. over three hundred yards carry gorgeous lag, yeah you know and and um, just a beautiful athletic swing and i'm well, oh, everything's fine and and I really it just went right over my head, and it's mm-hmm. one of the things that uh, it's one of our staples at wisdom and golf, right yeah, yeah I mean it's uh, like a rite of passage, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just happened to be that kind of timing for you yeah. A lot of the members laughed. They go, "You know, I was a little skeptical at first because I see these clubs flying out of the academy. <laughs> I'm going, boy, what's going on over there? It's like, what are they? They're making, they're creating Frankenstein's or something, or just chucking. Everybody's got a a, a bad. Uh, everybody's having a what do you call it? A management a, a madness management day oh, or something yeah, like that.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's quite the scene. I bet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Um, so then, then, then they realize how important it is. Like, and yesterday, and that's why I wanted to do this this podcast. Um, I had at least three students yesterday, yeah. where we had to either reintroduce the club throwing, yeah, or you know get them to throw the club because it it's kind of like mid season, right? Yeah, and for a lot of uh, for a lot of the golfers that are out there. That when they start the season, I hear this a lot. They start the season off, no expectations. Mm-hmm. They haven't hit a club in a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And things are all right. And yeah. they're hitting the ball pretty good. And they're going, okay, it's going to be a decent season. As the season goes, you know, moves forward, yeah, it gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Until they don't swing the club anymore. And they get tight. And it's just like, hey, we got to free up that swing again. Yeah. And, you know, this is one of the things I wanted to uh, talk to our listeners about is that you've got two very specific systems that you use on a daily basis to perform your daily tasks, right? So when your brain is sensing that you're trying to manipulate something, it's going to shut the body down. Yeah. You know, why do we sit at the table? Well, yeah. you're sitting down so it it immobilizes your body and now you pick up your utensils and now you can manipulate your utensils very precisely so you don't make a big blooming mess around the table mm-hmm. and you can find your mouth, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? right? Yeah, And so when you, you grab your phone in your hands and, and you start to, you know, text. dial to yeah. text, well, your body is very immobile. Maybe some of you out there are saying, well, I can walk, but you, you can't really move your arms around. You can't, yeah. you know, so it's there's some very specific things that you do where you need to shut the body down to manipulate stuff, Mm -hmm. use a screwdriver or whatever you're a dentist or, you know, massage therapist and other times, well, let's say you're a lumberjack Mm -hmm. and you need to put an ax into the side of a tree and do that for eight hours a day or take a machete to, you know, a bamboo shoot or some, some sugar cane for a day. Yeah. Um, You now are reacting to weight. Mm -hmm. That's right. My favorite's the hammer throw. I mean, that is like, you you, you guys want to have some fun. You watch Yipsy Moreno, this little Cuban girl. She, well, she's a woman, obviously. And she's about 135 pounds and world champion. And her nemesis is uh, this Russian woman. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh so just look at Osaka, you know, Yipsy Moreno, Osaka, Japan, and watch how she goes through her routine. And as she starts the movement, yeah. she just you know, she's using her arms to start it off. And once it once the momentum starts and the body engages, now it's like you're in it mm-hmm. for pure self preservation. Yeah. Right? Yeah and there's big nets on both sides to catch that freaking ball in case something ha- you know something happens or get they get tripped up yeah. yeah and you're twirling like crazy and and you you can see in slow motion how she's identifying the opening mm-hmm. so yeah. she's recalling the target over and over again as she's twirling yeah so she knows where to release the dang thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the thing takes off 270 feet
1: that's crazy
0: right and um, and I'm thinking, wow, what an incredible, you know. And you watch, she, she is like a spitfire. Mm-hmm. You want, you know, somebody who wants it so freaking bad, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just it gives me the chills every time I see that video. And I and I show that video to my students to show them, hey, it's very much like when you have a, go- a driver in your hands. Yeah, imagine the the head of the driver is the is the ball, mm-hmm. and the shaft and the arms are the chain. And it's attached to your shoulder sockets. And so you're twirling the driver around the center of your of your arm swing is basically right between your clavicles called the sternal notch. Yeah. And you're, this is twirling and it's creating a beautiful arc. Mm-hmm. And the only way that arc is ever going to get formed properly yeah. is if your rib cage and pelvis are turning with it. Mm-hmm. Okay the only way that's going to happen is if your legs and hips are removing the rib cage and pelvis out of the way completely in both directions. So you got to be allowed to gather this big backswing. Yeah. And you gather that beautiful range of motion and then your your brain has to be locked in on the direction that you want to throw the club. And that's why throwing the club is so important. Yeah. Because it engages your kinetic chain properly. And, hey, you know, kinetic chain, we've been around this planet for a very long time. And we've had to throw a lot of stuff at our food, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Rocks and spears and we had to club it yeah. with, you know, you, you take a big stick. So we, we had to swing stuff and throw stuff. Right. That's why we love baseball. We love, you know, this bring, always brings me back to that scene in um uh, uh the uh what you make, Untouchables mm-hmm. with uh not Al Pacino. Was it Al Pacino? No, it was uh Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. And he's got this baseball bat in the yeah in, in the one of the scenes? Yeah, in one of the scenes in the it was in the um, the conference room Yeah. with everybody to see. I, I, won't, I won't talk about the scene, but yeah. you know, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you remember if you've seen the movie. Yeah. So we're, we have literally a weapon in our hands with that driver. Yeah. And the only way it's going to be accurate is if the arms and club are tracking that, the G-forces of the swing mm-hmm. and you realize when that arc is twirling around you, it's very accurate. All you need to do is see where it's passing. Mm -hmm. So if you've got a black club head, it's very hard to see against a dark green background. You can't really see the blur, especially when it's sunny out. So I like to put a couple of nice white electrical tape strips on top so I can see a nice white blur where the center of the club is. Yeah, and then you'll be able to determine you know what what distance you should be from the ball when you're throwing the club in the direction that you wanna that you want to throw it. Right. So, with Sav, what we what we did was start you off with throwing some hammers. Now, Moo, we threw some hammers though.
2: Yeah, we did throw some hammers. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got the the leg work as well too, kind of getting the feel of how the legs are incorporated in that swing.
0: Like in the in the recent videos that uh, we're we're doing a nice video series right now on the premium channel on kinetic chain and arc blur combo yeah yeah so the golf swing because it's swinging around a center it forms an arc yeah we see where that arc is passing and what we want to do is we want to intersect it you know through the ball and an intermediate point which is about a foot in front of the ball yeah. Now you've been really diligent about your intermediate points, like on the yeah. golf course. I can see you just you take. Some, and I, I authorize all my students to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To as a as a development tool. And they put a T in front of the ball or a twig or whatever. And I see it put that sucker nice and, you know, <laughs> yeah. precise. Yeah. And then you, you get your, you know, your, uh, your structure, mm-hmm. you see where the club is passing and yeah. then you wiggle your way into the ball. Yeah. So I have to commend you so highly. I wish all my students did what you do. Mm-hmm. And that has a lot to do with how fast you've been, you know, accelerating in this game. Yeah. Because now your brain is seeing a consistent message. Yeah. And it's, it's really understanding where it sits and where the bearings are. And because we have that blur and it's an arc, your brain can sit itself in the middle of that arc. Yeah. And your center is getting more and more consolidated from that process.
2: Yeah. And also getting the right picture of the shot I want. Yes. It comes through and, and I c- can confirm with it. It's very good. All right.
0: So, so what have you felt like recently? We've had some nice breakthroughs in your swing. Yeah. We talk about how when you're actually throwing, yeah. you're using your legs yeah. to do that throw, right? Yeah. So if you look, uh, if you imagine a baseball pitcher, everyone, and look at how they do that big wind up and they turn their back to the, to the plate. Yeah. And the first thing that hits the ground is that lead leg. Mm-hmm. And then when that lead leg hits the ground, you can literally see the toning up of that structure through the leg, mm-hmm. through the hip, through the torso. Yeah. And then that, that elbow mm-hmm. gets thrown way out in front of the hand. Yeah. And you can see that once that happens, it's like the kinetic chain from the ground through the torso, through the arms and into the fingers is taut. It's loaded. Yeah. And it's unbelievable when you see some of these pitchers like some of these Japanese pitchers that do these um these side-winding pitches. Yeah. And you're thinking, "Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable what a human being can do." Yeah. And I mean it's 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 the the most incredible slingshot you could ever see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a human body. Yeah. yeah. And we've tried to replicate that with, you know, slingshots and all kinds <coughs> of stuff and catapults and trebuchets. But the human body will never cease to amaze me as to what it can do. Right. So, you're, you know, explain the difference between when you're throwing with your legs versus when you're, you, you feel all bunched up.
2: Um, when I'm throwing with the legs, the arms are moving the right, uh, swing plane. Yes. A- and they're tracking. They're tracking properly. And it's a weird feeling with the arms. It's like, um, you're letting the arms uh the weight of the arms with the club come through towards uh the target. Um, and the release is much more fluid. Yeah. Versus when you're trying to control it, um, it shanks and, you know, or hooks <laughs> or hits the neck of the club. And it just feels um harsh and strainy when you try to control it. And it and once I have reference of how smooth it's supposed to feel, how the, compression comes through when you're just letting the legs uh pump the arms uh towards the release yes it's a it's a much better feeling it's a much healthier way to play golf
0: that you know this really important what you said the feeling the difference Yeah. So it's okay, you guys. If you Shankalicious a a bunch, right, Shankapotamus a a few.
1: We're making t-shirts for that, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nobody copy us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is our word. Shankalicious. Shankalicious.
0: Come to (laughs) you (laughs) soon. That's it. So embrace that because, Mm. you know, be aware. So instead of, you know, having a knee-jerk reaction to that, Come back in your mind and say, okay, number one, what was I thinking just before I swung?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: For many of you, it's like, don't shank.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right? What are you going to do?
0: Probably shank it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's like, you're topping the ball? Don't top. So if you're standing over the ball and you're thinking, don't top or don't shank, well, your brain goes, I know exactly what that feels like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, you don't want me to do that? Mm -hmm. Oh, shoot. So now the brain is freaking... And the adrenaline starts to flow Mm -hmm. and you got all kinds of cortisone flowing into your body Mm -hmm. and you're thinking, please don't do that. So now you're all bunched up in your tense, but you haven't told your body what you want to feel instead. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously you're going to perpetuate the same old stuff. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing that, you'll identify, oh yeah, I am really, you know, the body feels stuck. It yeah. feels like I'm in a bowl of molasses. It
2: happens a lot for me. Right? When I'm on the defensive, and I feel yes. like, oh, I got to be careful. Yes. That's where it shanks. But when it's like a see uh, like if I pick a spot where I want to go, it's like, oh, I'm being offensive. Yes. It all works out perfectly because like I have mm. p- perfect target. That's- Spoken like a
0: true football player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when I'm on the D, uh, yeah. be careful, watch yeah. out, right? Yeah. But when you're on the offense, mean, you know, that's why I say the gol- control. Yeah, yeah, the golf swing should feel like a nice offensive second serve that's right in tennis right yeah Mm -hmm. and um you know a little twinkle in your eye yeah but when you're clear about what you want to do yeah that's when it gets easy yeah but if you know you're standing over the ball and you're thinking i don't know where this is going
2: Yeah. yeah
1: yeah that's no fun you yeah. probably don't know where it's going to end up.
0: Well, that's it. And, <laughs> and yeah. that's where you really get on the defensive. You really get tight. And that's when it gets extremely frustrating and you want to quit the game because you, you're thinking, I got better things to do than this. <laughs> that's right. So the, the importance of your routine, Moo. So yeah. now the brain says, hey, okay, there's where the club is passing. Bring that structure to the ball. If I make the same swing, everything should be fine. Well, what swing is am I trying to make? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to throw my my club in that direction using my legs. So that we use that now. This is something that I've been verbalizing mm-hmm. to my students, and it's been really working. Throwing with the legs. Yeah. And so, well, if you take a four pound hammer from your local Home Depot, mm-hmm. and you go to your backyard, and you start tossing it like a uh, like a horseshoe. Yeah, that's right. Or, like a bowl, you know, like you're bowling with it, yeah, and you swing it back and through without stopping, you start to feel how your legs are coordinating with that tossing action, right it's like when a kid's on a swing and he's standing up or she's standing up, and you want to go higher yeah you're you know exactly when to pump the swing, mm-hmm. so you start off with that, and we did that with you, Moo, and then we did it with the sledgehammer, yeah and then i gave you a golf club and it translated beautifully yeah but then i didn't realize that we never got you to throw the dang thing <laughs> yeah so um when sav throws it we we've, we've done it with sav um you know it kind of coordinates so tell me sav how it fits with um you know you're throwing the hammer you're throwing the golf club and you're using the weight of the arm club unit to release you.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, for me it feels like when I wait for it at the top like a nice pause, yeah, then I'm able to like gather it properly and then when I'm throwing it it feels like like a a taut pull out towards my target.
0: So when you throw the club and don't let go, yeah. It expands, it's like yeah. cracking a whip, isn't it? Yeah. So if you stay in the direction that you want to start the ball, so let's say as because you're a lefty, mm-hmm. you have an intermediate point like a foot in front of the ball mm-hmm. and then you, you're getting ready to hit a draw. Mm-hmm. So you're looking to see the arc, you know, uh, uh, track a little bit to the left of the intermediate point. Yeah. And what feel are you looking for now to track it in that direction?
1: A nice, effortless throw. All right.
0: Yep. So when you throw the club in that direction and don't let go, mm-hmm. well, the the weight of the club will snap that left hand over the right hand mm-hmm. in the direction of the target, yep. past the ball. So you're yep. collecting the ball from where it is, and then the club continues through the ball to the left at the intermediate point, and mm-hmm. then it snaps into yep. place, right? Yep. So all of you... Who play baseball out there, or softball? Grab your bat and then pretend you're going to hit a ball over the pitcher's head, slightly into left field if you're a, a left deep hitter, mm-hmm. and um, um, you know, high, yeah. like you're ch- hitting that home run just a little bit left of second base. That'll be basically your draw. So when I give the bat to a student at first. And I say, okay, show me that. Many of them are kind of holding on to the bat and checking their swing. Mm-hmm. Oh. I said, no, no, no. I don't want you to place the bat in that direction. I want you to give that sucker a whirl. Mm-hmm. And then they give it a whirl. And I said, all right, when did you feel your trail hand turn over your lead hand? And they pause for a second. And I said, okay, do it again. And then they do it and they go, oh, it felt out there, yeah. And then now they're aware of that wonderful snap, and you know, of the bat, yeah. And it's the same thing when you're doing a topspin backhand in ping pong, yeah, or a topspin backhand in tennis. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, that awareness turns on, and then so mu. When we're going to go with you, and this is, um, uh, you know the importance of hey if you're going to throw the club we need a safe place yes that's right, right?
1: rule number one exactly.
0: right so sav you've seen that tree get bombarded uh to the left of my teaching deck there's mm. a pine tree there that doesn't like me very much nope. <laughs> no unless it likes to catch clubs yeah and uh so it, it and it's very thick and furry and it likes to gobble up there's three clubs in there right now yeah okay and so i'm waiting for a nice windstorm so that yeah. it shakes those those clubs out for me <laughs> And, um, so the reason being is for many of you, you're used to throwing the club at the ball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you throw the club at the ball, well, the brain doesn't have to shift the weight very far. It doesn't have to clear the body because you're already facing your target. Right. And that's why, uh, for many of you, uh, you feel the need to work on your weight shift, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you throw the club at the ball, you're facing the ball and then your pro says, "Hey, you're not shifting your weight, you're not clearing your hips. Uh we need to work on that." So when I have my students throw the club, mm-hmm. so the first club, the first um thing we do is we throw it overhead like an axe. You see the that um that new craze that's going through, ax you know, throwing. North America, Man- the ax throwing. I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure in the Norwegian countries and in some countries in Europe, it's, I'm sure it's getting popular as well because it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, you, you overhead throw a club onto a specific target yeah. and none of my students fail this. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Uh, so they, they toss the club overhead and I say, okay, how did you know when, th- when to let go? They go, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, you don't have to think about it. Yeah. You see your target you, and your your brain says, well, I need to release right about there to go there. Yeah. We're amazing. We're gravity geniuses already. So then we do an underhand throw. So let's say you're doing a golf swing with your your trail hand only. So if you're righty with your right hand and you just, you know, swing the club back and through without stopping. And you'll realize it's like waving a, a baton, you know, like yeah. you're twirling a baton in a uh, in a uh, parade, mm-hmm. yeah. And so you're you're twirling the baton back and through, and you're feeling how the weight of the club is releasing your hands, yeah. back and through, yeah. So in that uh, in that video we did with uh, turbo charge the lead hand or the trail hand release,
2: yeah, for the premium, yeah,
0: that's it. So now you you get ready to. Th- throw it towards the same spot. So you like throw it over the same club. Yeah. And for most of you, you're going to start throwing it a little bit left. That's normal because now your eyes are not in the same alignment. Okay. So when you're facing your target, your eyes are straight on binocular vision. Right. And there's no issues with direction. Right. And then when you turn sideways, all of a sudden your eyes are seeing things differently. That's why... That intermediate point is massively critical. So I don't put an intermediate point down on the ground yet. Mm. So they throw a couple of clubs and go, oh my gosh, why is it going left? What's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. It's like the same reaction every time. So then I put a club down and I line up a club in the direction of their original throw. And I said, okay, just stay to the right of that club. You notice how that's staying on that line. And then the the direction changes immediately mm-hmm. i said well what did that feel like to you well it felt like i was holding my back to the target longer mm-hmm. notice you hear that a lot in instruction today mm-hmm. you're not keeping your back to the target long enough how in the world do you do that if you're focusing on your backside mm-hmm. yeah you can't no. you can't do that no, can't. No. you know so and that's why it's so frustrating so you're trying to hold your backside to the target and then you're trying to hit the ball at the same time and you're thinking this is way too difficult it shouldn't be but if you have an intermediate point on the ground and you're throwing your club in that direction and you compare that throw to the original one yeah you know oh the first one it felt like i was opening up well yeah you were trying to face the target Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so if i'm facing you sav Mm -hmm. And I make a golf swing. Well, my swing's not going towards you, is it? No. No. You feel completely safe. Yeah. If I'm a lefty, it's going 90 degrees left of you. Yeah. So now I turn, you know, towards you as a golfer and I try to line myself up towards you. But then as I'm swinging, I'm trying to find you with my binocular vision. Mm -hmm. Now I'm facing you again. Yeah. I I just pulled it 45 degrees to the right or to the left. So now, when somebody pulls it left, they go, Oh, it must be my club face. Mm-hmm. So they open the club face. Yeah. And now the can of worms is officially open. <laughs> it sure yeah. is. So slice, pull, mm-hmm. and now you, you can't find the target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because of this binocular vision, you know, issue. And it's not really an issue if you understand it. You mm-hmm. pick an intermediate point, a foot in front of the ball. Yeah. No more than that it has to be in your immediate peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. You see the arc of your swing, right? And then you say, okay, and now I'm just going to throw the club in that direction in relation to the intermediate point. Yeah. Now we're finding the target again. Yeah. Now we can put both hands on the club yeah. Yeah. and do the same thing and throw it like a golf swing yeah and you'll throw it left a few times, and then you'll start finding your bearings again, and you'll start throwing it, yeah, and then we can throw it a little further and throw it a little further, and all of a sudden we have freedom, yes yeah. right, right mm-hmm. so when you're throwing like mumo when you' when you're actually giving it a nice free throw and you feel that kinetic chain engage, yeah it's like what a feel that is
2: it is yeah when we went to play in Drummondville, I fully uh embraced it and fully allowed the
0: oh man that three wood was amazing you were you Humming. were in that three wood amazing that day yeah
2: yeah so that was a good reference point for me to be able to use that with the irons as well too yeah um i was finding that i was getting more distance with that feel as, as well
0: as and if you need it <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know right it's like oh, it blows there. it past both of us
2: yeah it, it was um a wonderful feeling and then also um a good um, exercise to focus on next time, you know, and um, now that I know I, I have that, I can start start building on it because that's it. I still go b- default to the, yes. the old, old stuff. So
0: absolutely.
2: And uh, I think in time, it's going to be you know sharper. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and this is, this is such an incredible lesson for all of you guys out there. Um, it's like throwing darts. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hit the bullseye every time. No. Yeah. Right. So you look at the bullseye and it's just an, it's a one arm motion, right? Yeah. It should be really easy. So you, one arm motion, but it's the target's very small. Yeah. So you miss the bullseye and you miss it again. You miss it again. You go, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. You know, Is it my elbow? Is it my shoulder? Am I not positioning? And you start placing it. And the wor- and the more you do that, the worse it gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you go, ah, forget about it. Just grab another sip of beer. Take another dart and just whatever. Yeah. And you hit the bullseye. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. It's like you crumple up a piece of paper. Like you're in the office book. and you just, you know, do a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar <laughs> skyhook and the yeah. thing falls right in the basket. And you go, wow. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then you try to do it again. You can't do it. You can't do it.
0: Because <laughs> yeah. then you're trying to be careful and you go, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. So that's the beauty of the machine that you have. Yeah. It's like nonchalant. Mm-hmm. But, and then, and then, so you build on that. So what happens to a lot of golfers out there, they'll go, okay, I saw this amazing nugget on YouTube and they go out on the range. Wow, it works. Right. And then, and then they go, okay, I got to make sure I do that every time. And then they start focusing what, and, and the reason why it worked the first time mm-hmm. is that let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. That was the attitude. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And they go, okay, now I'm going to, f- I'm going to make sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to heck in a handbasket again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's what happens. So if, you know, that's why what we do sticks a lot more. Um, people, and then it's like there's always going to be a little revolving door. Like I've, I've had students, they said, you know, Sean, I started with you like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was going great and then I kind of lost my way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's why. They went to the range. Something wasn't working. They had a frustrating time on the range. And then they said, oh, I'm just going to go back to YouTube and find something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they go from flower to felt flower. And then they realize, oh, my God, it's the same old pattern. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to my videos and they go, oh, that's why it wasn't working. Right. Mm-hmm. And they go, OK, I'm back. I'm back for good. Yeah, yeah. This is, you know, we're all set. Yeah. Yeah. And this is why and this is what's happening with you, Moo. Yeah. You mm-hmm. realize. Okay, this is the feel I don't want. Mm-hmm. This is the feel I want. Yeah, I'm gonna keep working on that. And once in a while, you'll miss a shot.
2: Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah,
0: and now you're realizing. Wait a second. Go back to the roots. Mm-hmm. What are the roots like, Sav? When you miss a shot, what's the first thing you think about?
1: Um, like how? Like if I miss a shot, like all right or if like i really miss a shot yeah
0: let's say you you go man this is really not what i wanted to hit
1: um i go back to um feel
0: right so well
1: first and foremost was i lined up properly
0: okay so you go back to your setup yeah good then just before you swing and this is what's really critical what the heck was going through your mind just before you swung
1: well, I've had moments where I'm out on the golf course and you know, like for example, hole number 11 on the Quebec course. Yep. Short little par 3. Yep. I had a really hard time playing that hole yep. to start off because it's like
0: severely downhill.
1: Severely downhill, 115 yards. Right. Maybe 120 yards kind yes. of thing. And so it's a wedge.
0: When it's windy, it's a it's a beast. It's <laughs> yeah. really tough to figure out that little hole.
1: Well, hitting a wedge off the tee is just bizarre to me. Like when, why am I hitting a wedge off the tee?
0: Well, this is like hole number seven at Pebble Beach. Yeah. That is a difficult little little hole because you got the wind howling off the ocean. Yeah. It's about that distance and it's yeah. severely downhill.
1: Yeah. So there's been a few times where I've shanked it shankalicious it into the trees on the left and had to drop on a 120 yard par three you know it's like there's trouble all around the green like if if you're not on the green you're dropping pretty much because it's going to kick into the water it's going to kick back into the trees or kick over to the left side yeah so there's been a few times where i've that's gone through my mind yes right before i'm swinging
0: ah there we have it
1: and then obviously nothing careful careful careful
2: yeah Yeah, being on defensive is not fun that's it Mm
0: -hmm. so for most people what happens they miss a shot badly Mm -hmm. and it's like ooh, embarrassment or rage yeah Yeah. and and then they can't think clearly yeah Mm They have, you know, they, they don't understand what was going through their mind just before they swung. Mm-hmm. And then they think, what the heck's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, super slow. Uh, was, it, well, you know, coach makes, you know, could you please make sure I don't do that anymore? Yeah. yeah. And a lot of coaches have made a lot of money with, you know, your, what's your big miss? Right. You know? And it's like, Why well, not? let's make faults. sure we don't do that fault anymore so that you don't go through that embarrassment what a sales tool that is right that's like how do you sell an alarm system scare the bejesus out of the homeowners yeah that's how you sell alarm systems
1: but like also why does embarrassment have to be such a big part of golf like who cares if you hit a bad shot everybody hits a bad shot even the pros do it you bet we've seen
0: people shank balls on the golf course on the pga tour all the time
1: yeah exactly it's like i feel like that has that that mindset has to stop if you hit a bad shot who cares just move on and go to the next shot
0: well it's and that's where you know the the, our process of observation is so important Mm -hmm. because it, it can really prevent you from chasing your tail yeah um so you miss a shot you ask, oh, "What the hell's going on?" And you go, "Oh, it must be this." And and then the person playing with you, oh man! I tell you, I, I okay. get all so many of my students. Dad. Okay, tell me, Saf.
1: So, I'm on the golf course with two um, two ladies that I play with, and one of the ladies says, "You know, I was playing. I was putting really well, like two putts max the whole round, and then." this guy that was playing in my group that I had played with maybe once or twice started giving me his two cents about my putting when she didn't ask for it. Mm -hmm. And she proceeded to three putt every single hole after that. And she was so upset. She's like, first of all, I didn't ask for your opinion. Second of all, my putting was just fine before you said something. Right. And, and now you're
0: making me think about it.
1: Exactly.
0: And you're making me think I'm doing something wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, and that's human nature right there, right? That's, this is so important. Um, if you're made to think that you're doing something wrong mm-hmm. and in the face of like in social media, like mm-hmm. you see the strain and stress that everybody's going through right now because you think, oh my gosh, I just did something wrong and I was defaced in front of everybody, I was undressed in front of everybody on social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gotta fix that. So, you know, socially, there's a, a need to conform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're not conforming, well, you're, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, 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 you know what my opinion is on that. Mm-hmm. So, your machine is brilliant beyond belief. Yeah. So, after you hit a shot, that you didn't like if you're shank delicious one. um, What is it that you were thinking about just before you swung? You say, hey, you know, okay. um, What the heck was I trying to do? Oh, yeah. I was trying to avoid the water or I was trying to avoid the left bunker because there's no saving par from that left bunker on hole number 11. The green's working away from you and if the pin is close to that bunker, man, you're toast. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you'll have a 25-foot putt coming back. It's impossible. Yeah. So the golf course architect loves to get into your head. Mm -hmm. And when he gets into your head or she gets into your head, um, then you get stiff and you get careful. Yeah. And so now they did their work, Mm -hmm. right? That's right. So you say, okay, where do I want to go? Well, I want to go there. Mm -hmm. What field do I want to use to go there? Well, in your case, Sav, it's, hey, I want to use the weight of my club to release me in that direction.
1: I got their number, though. I figured it out. What? And, like, in terms of club selection. Yeah. Because I'm always wondering how to pick the right club. So I just hit a punch pitching wedge. There. Off the tee. And now that I've solidified that feel and that visual, I'm fine now. Now that's my reference, not the shanks.
0: Excellent. Mm-hmm. So and that and so you say, okay, I have my nemesis hole. What's the best way to attack my nemesis hole? Yeah, uh, you know, if it's a four hundred yard par four. Yeah. Well, shoot, you got a lot of options. If you hit like a two hundred fifty yard driver. Yeah. Uh, well, if you could hit anything around two hundred yards and hit a fairway wood in, no right. big deal. Yeah. Um. If it's a 300 yard par four, man, you got options up the yin yang,
2: yeah. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm.
0: So, the, if you take the, like uh, one of the holes in Drummondville, remember, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I take my yardage, you know, my my laser range finder out, mm-hmm. and I'm going, okay, this hole is 300 yards, yeah, and you're thinking downhill, downwind, whoa, I could easily get there, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. So we have a big pond on the left with the fairway running towards it. Yeah. So if you miss left and it's a narrow green, you're in the water. So it's it's an okay risk reward because if you hit it in the water, you can just drop right next to the water and get up and down for your par. Right. And then you have this major fairway bunker down the right-hand side, just in front of the green and the and the bunkers don't look very good over there. I mean, it's oh, that's one thing you know, you'll need to avoid, Sav, when you go to your playing ability test there is. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be in the bunkers because there's no darn sand in the bunkers and it's yeah. a clay bottom and it's it's very difficult yeah. to to play from that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Especially when they have a thin layer of sand on top of that that they groom to make it look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But underneath is hard pan lurking. <laughs> yeah. And and it's like makes just,
1: it hard to score at that just, point why don't you just
0: take the sand completely out yeah. yeah and let me just chip out of this or chunk it onto the green yeah that's right a, instead of you know like instead that's a of real
1: playing me that's right
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like there were so many bunkers that day i, mm-hmm. I went in and just to see what it was for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, there's no sand here. And yeah. I tried to hit the bunker shot and, and it went like 20, 20 feet past the hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we had to make a lot of adjustment and then other bunkers, there was lots of sand.
2: Yeah. yeah. So it varies.
0: You know? Way. So it's like they're trying to, well,
1: that's the worst part. It's when golf courses are inconsistent with yeah. bunkers. Yeah. Because you don't know which bunker is good and which bunker is not. And then you did, this is so hard to score. I know. I just,
0: yeah. If you could just see the face on Savannah right now, it's just like you, you can see the angst, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, oh, so, I'm best is you know, let's just stay away from the buckers. So, yeah. I said, okay, all we need to do here is hit 170 yards. So, I took my seven iron out, hit a smooth seven iron out, there, out there. I hit it 180, and I was just at the edge of the fairway, a little bit downhill, hit a nice wedge onto the green, had a nice birdie opportunity. Yeah. So there's certain holes like that where you got to take your lumps mm-hmm. yeah, and you just play a nice iron off the tee and then hit your shot to the green and, and it's, uh, it's the best way to go about it. Mm-hmm. And it just takes all the trouble out of play. And when you just want to put a score down, that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to have some fun, you know, go for the green. Have at it. Have at <laughs> it. But, you know, if, if your score is a little high that day.
1: Yeah. You know why. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, the, um, the I can't, you know, I'm really looking forward to today. We're going to, you know, hopefully the thunderstorms stop. It's been storming like crazy this morning. We, we're stuck in this pattern up here where it's convecting a lot of pop-up thunderstorms, and it looks like it's going to be that way for the for the end of the week. Yeah. So, Sav, the tournament that's, that's coming up for you, um, we've been preparing with, well, you still don't have to worry about your golf swing. mm All you have to do is stay with your target. Mm -hmm. The way we're preparing is we've upped a a little bit more time on your short game. Mm -hmm. We now have a beautiful center shafted ping putter Mm -hmm. that we got. And, uh, because the, you know, the, the, the COVID is slowing down that, uh, that delivery. We went to Mm -hmm. our local golf town and Mm -hmm. you, uh, you went and, you know, looked at a bunch of putters and, you know, ping was the one that you uh, that you settled in on and that center shafted putter i have to admit is really nice
1: i know yesterday when i went to the um the putting green with dad yeah after you played um just to like confirm with him that it was the right putter i like sunk three putts right away he's like you picked well i'm impressed (laughs) (laughs) it's like i knew it when i saw it that's That's it
0: that's good you did a great job sav Yeah. yeah so um so we, you know, your, your technique, everything's falling into place. Everything's, you know, your body's balanced, mm-hmm. your arms are balanced and you're using the same grip I used when I was a junior player. It's, it's amazing how you gravitated to that grip mm-hmm. and it's a double overlapping with a regular V mm-hmm. of a golf swing mm-hmm. with that index on the side and the thumb on the other side of the grip. And mm-hmm. I'm gone dude that's my grip (laughs) i patented that sucker right and then you kind of gravitate towards that so it's like Mm. the apple the apple doesn't fall far from the tree
1: nope it's just instinctive
0: but now you don't have to put up though with all of the bull crap i had you know i you know when you don't know what you're doing with the putter and you're not Mm. putting well you start looking you know maybe my arm should be further away closer all that stuff Mm. but when it, when your body is balanced and the arm putter unit is hanging below the shoulders in balance and everything's tracking in balance below there, mm-hmm. and you like that putter because it's got a nice heavy head, yeah, it is counterweighted, yep. It's got that, and and what was really cool about it is you were able to experiment with length on it because mm-hmm. it's that adjustable length, yeah. So you put it thirty three inches and you say no, that that feels a little too short, and mm-hmm. thirty five was a little too long, and you settled in at thirty four. Mm-hmm. And it looks perfect. Yeah. And so we got your putter going. We got your short game going. Your swing's feeling good. Uh, so uh, uh, now are you going to play today?
1: No, we're going to do a short game practice session.
0: Fantastic. So we're
1: playing tomorrow, our practice round tomorrow. That's right. And then I play Saturday, Sunday, Monday.
0: That's right. And, and because of COVID, and, you know, you, I think this is where it's going to be to your advantage because you don't like spending time a lot on the range. It. And because of COVID rules, it's, okay, you got, you can only get there 45 minutes before your tea time. hmm And, um. But you, you have
1: to be at the first tea 10 minutes before your tea time. Right. So you only have like 35
0: minutes. You have 35 minutes to warm up and putt. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, so we'll, we'll have, um, we can, you know, do a little, little warm up in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And get your swing going, get your stretching going before we get there. And you'll have, and all you basically have to do is hit a few wedges, mm-hmm. a few seven irons, a few super irons, a couple of hybrids, a couple of fairway woods, and a couple of drivers. Yeah. And then go to the putting green and, and roll a few putts and really get intimate with how the putt's rolling that day. And the shoot's yeah. been pretty consistent with the, you know, putting green versus what you'll see on the golf course. Mm-hmm. And, and you'll be able to get a taste, uh, and, and typically during practice rounds, they keep the grains a little longer. So do expect the following day to be faster. Okay. And that's typically what, what, you know, tournaments do Mm -hmm. is, um, you know, they'll, they'll surprise you.
1: Just to make it a little bit harder than it already is. That's it. Thanks. (laughs) Appreciate it. Exactly.
0: (laughs) But the way you're putting right now, I'm not worried for you, Mm -hmm. but you'll you'll all you'll have to do is picture how you want the ball to roll in the hole mm-hmm. and that's I remember having a having fits with that mm-hmm. at the when I was playing junior tournaments at first, and then you slowly get used to it as you play more tournaments, yeah but there's a shortcut mm-hmm. the shortcut is how do you wanna see the ball roll in mm-hmm. so you'll you'll see the ball roll in a little bit faster with your practice rounds Mm -hmm. because they do you know it's a public it's a semi-private course so it tends to get a little shaggier Mm -hmm. uh, especially when they have to play corporate events and stuff like that right um but then tournament day you'll want to see the ball just die in the hole because they'll be a lot faster and they'll be faster as the days go because it's a three-day event Mm -hmm. so as the tournament uh, moves on it'll just get you know, if it, if it rains, it'll be fine, but if it doesn't rain, they won't water it and it'll get, it'll get, uh, slowly baked out. Yeah. It's going to be fun.
1: I'm more excited than nervous, which is good.
0: Yeah. It's nice. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think you're going to have a, a really good time and, and it's set up, you know, the way, because they sent you, um, a yardage, an average yardage of the par threes, par fours and par fives. I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, and then I showed one of the members that I play with, she's um, a little bit of an older member. Yeah. Not old, but like she's a mature player and she's played a lot of amateur events. Yeah. um, And she was convinced that it wasn't going to be a short.
0: Well, yeah, because they said there was going to be around 5,300 yards, and I'm thinking that's short.
1: Yeah, she's like, there's no way they're going to play 5,300 yards. Like, for an amateur event, it should be 6,000. Okay. So, she said, because I think at La Chute, they do red, white, blue, black. Mm -hmm. She said, most likely, it's going to be a mix between the white and the red. So, they might, like, insert. Okay. T'es okay. um here and there, but we'll see So we
0: yeah, there. so we'll play from the white tees mm-hmm. and um we'll we'll see how that transpires. Uh but yet um I think you know, I'm I'm I've got a pretty I've got a pretty good experience about how they set that up too, mm-hmm. so that hasn't changed. Yeah. And um we'll uh we'll pay attention on certain holes as to, you know, what are the different options for where they're gonna yeah. tee you off from. Um because of your length, you won't have any issues with. Hey, it's a longer par four that mm-hmm. you'll probably relish that because yeah. it, you'll have an advantage on the field there. Par fives, it'll be fun for you to catch those par fives and two. Of course, that'll mm-hmm. be a great advantage. And then you've been doing so well with your trap draw wedges. Miss mm-hmm. uh, wedge has <laughs> a new arsenal. Yes. Yeah. Um, it'll be. I think it'll be a great time.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is just to make sure I'm not going in there with any expectations. Totally. Because exactly. it's my first 3-day event. Yeah. And also just to actually enjoy myself at the same time. It's because fine. what's the point if you're not having a good time, right? Yep, exactly. But um yeah, not just not making sure cuz I've noticed that when I go out and play mm. and I'm not making sure to score well. Yeah. I score well
0: exactly and then
1: i'm when i'm making sure <laughs> to score well i don't score well well that's so. it
0: you're going oh man i made a bogey there i gotta get that back gotta be careful gotta mm-hmm. watch out yep. don't do that again and then, and then, you, get, then you get swinging anymore yeah And you get tight and it's it's all baloney
1: yeah it's like we i noticed when i play with one of the members usually if we have an off round and we get to 17 18 we're like okay Let's finish strong, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The second you say that, you ain't gonna do it, because now you're putting pressure on yourself to yes. finish strong.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for some it's motivating. Yeah. Yeah. Because you 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 need a certain amount of you know. Hey, I want to do well. Yeah. So that sure. so there's a good balance between I want to do well mm-hmm. and I need to free flow. So if you have yeah. a process, so your process is when I'm free flowing, I'm doing well. Yeah. So I'm gonna continue free flowing. But keeping in, you know, in the back of your mind, you you know, you still want to do well. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a healthy it's a healthy balance for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right, you guys. Yeah. So, Moo. Yeah. Uh, man. So, I, uh, yeah, I'm uh, this will this will be a fun day. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. So, everyone, be safe. Throw safe. Mm-hmm. Make sure you got lots of space. But man, find a place to do it. You will reap amazing benefits and. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to have some fun, film yourself face on.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: After you've mastered a few throws, film yourself face on throwing the club. You will be completely amazed. You'll go, I have talent.
1: (laughs) Where'd that lag come from? I know.
0: That tour tour quality lag is right there for you. Oh, Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Have a terrific week. We'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.
2: All right.